0: Welcome to the sales and marketing seminar. This is the keynote speech you need to listen to. If you're doing anything today, this next 20 minutes is worth your time. When Free Waves came to me and asked me who the keynote speaker should be, I immediately thought of Kevin Nolan. He has been on my Mad Gains live show in the past and thousands of people showed up to listen to him because he knows how to build a successful business, how to grow a successful sales organization. You guys, this is worth your time. Let's tune in. So Kevin, for people who don't know who you are, what, how do you summarize? Because you've got so many businesses. Your thumb's on the pulse. Every time I ask you if you know somebody, you definitely know somebody. So how do you summarize to people all the companies and everything you're doing?
1: I mean, I would start by saying I'm a freight broker first and foremost. That's where I learn my skills mainly. I don't believe there's another business where you learn how to sell, buy, and manage so quickly, so fast into uh, an entry-level sales position. They shouldn't call it entry-levels. I don't think they do anymore. That's what they called it at Robinson when I was there. But it is a uh, fast dimension. So I learned a lot about the industry, being a freight broker at Robinson, and then Started my own freight brokerage in 2005 from that other companies that service the freight industry, factoring company with some other guys, insurance business, uh, payments business, because I believe the transportation industry is very, very behind with live checks and ACHs. And, but it'll, 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 it'll trust me just like everything else and what it's doing now, it'll come together, you know, and thank you to Freight Waves for having us on this morning. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm a Freight waves fan. I love seeing the hot lane of the day. I think it was new Orleans to Atlanta the other day or Seattle to Chicago. And those are all great talking points for sales, men and women to use, uh, you know, tools that I didn't have when I was starting. So it's, it's really cool to see.
0: Right. All we got was like this weekly magazine that told us about like some antiquated stuff in the industry. We definitely never had something like, like freight waves. So I When I was thinking about what we should talk about today, because you've got such a broad audience, um, we definitely, and I love I loved Monica, your your VP of marketing. She was like, let's call this fail fast, sell faster with Kevin Nolan. And I asked her, I said, what are the main points he usually makes? Because you love talking about this topic and you usually do walk around. You have your main points, things that drive you nuts, things that you failed at and that you're successful at. So what what do you want us to learn from you today? Cause there's so
1: much to learn from you. Well, with fail fast, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid in sales, right? Your pitch doesn't have to be perfect. Your email doesn't have to be. I mean, I know that I'm dressed up today and looking different than I normally uh, look, but that's because a lot of the men and women that are going to be watching this, their cultures rock clothes like this, right? And so when I go into to um, meet with the salesperson. um, that's what I call on the other side. So sales is sales, right? So I'm selling to the company, the company's selling to me that I want to work with them for a long, long time. So there's a lot of things that you can learn from this conference as well as this talk. And the, and, and the main thing I want to drive home is approachability to the sales leaders, the managers, the men, and the women that are team leaders, the vice president of sales, chief marketing, officer, whatever it is, be approachable. And what does that mean? That means get into the game with your teammates, your players. Don't sit in some hierarchy office that's away or not be able, you know, if people say I've got an open door policy. If you say you have an open door policy, you probably don't have it.
0: Ew. I hate it when people say that. I hate that. And uh, I want to say one thing for those of you out there who aren't even in sales, and maybe you're in some of the admin roles like legal claims, compliance, carrier vetting. I have run all those teams. I sat right on the floor with my team. So, and it works. It works. So keep going, Kevin. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no. and, 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 you know, approachability as well means get to know the men and women that work with you inside and outside. So Positive and negative energy is like a big thing right now. Everyone's talking about it, and I'm not going to get all Tony Robbins. But if you are approachable and you do the right things, others will follow you, right? I'm big on surrounding yourself with the right people day in and day out at work, right? Well, are you approachable so those men and women will come to you and learn from you? And if you're not, right, and, and I just you know, accountability and approachability are really, really big. And both of those positive is better than negative. Like if I, if I'm going into a sales room and I have just had the worst day at home and I can't tell my manager that that's happened, I don't like that. I don't, I want my manager to know, right? Like, and there's some lines there and whatever else, but at the same time, if you know, you can tell from body language, email tone, text tone, whatever. If you're tuned in to your to your to your team and you know, right. And so if I know that somebody's in the dumps and they've got something big coming up, I'm gonna try to rally around them as much as possible. Right. And 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 then others will see that and that's what people will be be drawn to.
0: I heard you say accountability. What how does that play in? Um, these are not the things that I thought actually you'd say. I thought you would be like, oh you know kpis bleh.
1: oh we study those i mean we got those as much as you want but you can't get to the kpis or even care about the kpis if you're not growing sales day in and day out sales is the lifeblood of growth and uh yeah kpis are important measuring against people that came in at the same time all that stuff we do that but what we really focus on is the things that the people who did well did and try to make more of that happen throughout the organization. Right. Um, And so training from day one, you know, our industry, the salespeople are the first people that come into the industry. Those are the people that go out and make the calls. They're the people that send the emails through the LinkedIn messages. The majority, including at my businesses, they're the ones that have been in the industry the least amount of time. Yeah, but they're not going to succeed if somebody's not in that office or helping them as a team leader, if somebody's not there to mentor them. Because if they're on their own out there swimming around, they're, they need the forces around them. So accountability. So everyone on the team needs to hold everyone accountable. I mean, I, I know the people I surround myself with. I want them to hold me accountable. I want them to call me out when I'm doing the wrong things that are not going to be positive for the businesses. And and that, if you can get that, if you can get that on your team and, and, and have that bond, you're a true team and not everyone's going to be perfect every day. Not everyone's going to be perfect every quarter, but you know, if you, if you rally around them and they're part of your team now in the long run, you guys will, will, will win.
0: And I want to add again for those people who are not in sales roles that it's the same exact thing, right? If I'm in legal or I'm compliance or I'm in claims, everything is about, and I hate to say this because it's it's tough sometimes, but everything is about getting those salespeople and getting getting the obstacles out of the salespeople's way and to help them look better and sell to the customer. You can use claims as a sale, you can use legal as a sale.
1: Yeah, to me, sales starts from the accountability standpoint Now you've got to hold the organization accountable to whatever your crazy butt promised as a salesperson, (laughs) right?
0: Yes. (laughs) Because I've seen this before, Kevin, where someone will negotiate this big managed trans deal and then come over and drop it on operations and be like, good luck with that, we'll walk away. And operations is like, we don't even do half this stuff. And it's this big riff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, a lot of the stuff that the shippers want and need isn't there. And every shipper does everything different and every shipper has a different kind of, and most of the small to midsize shippers don't have anything at all. So it's all new, right? So you put a contract in front of them, they get a little freaked out and then maybe they don't want to bring that to a higher up. And so there is a dance that happens between sales and operations that is beautiful if it's done right. But if it's done wrong, it's a three on the judging the stars or dancing with the stars.
0: And it's almost like a line in your organization between operations and sales when it's done improperly, too. And you can see it and they fight.
1: <laughs> yes, but operations should be tied to growth and sales should be tied to profitability. Things not falling through the crowd. I mean, but but look.
0: Comes back to your accountability and your approachability.
1: Well, well. that's where, if from an accountability and approachability standpoint, if you have a deadline that you're trying to meet to, to hit a goal as a salesperson and your account is in red line or it's held up with credit or who knows what's going on, if you're afraid to ask someone, that thing's never getting moved to the front, right? I mean, we, we know that the the squeak in sales, you know, it'll it, it's OK if you rub your ops people the wrong way for the right reasons. And if they give you a timeline. Right. Let them give you the timeline. You don't dictate the timeline. Right. They work different. Right. salespeople and lawyers work different. <laughs> and, and salespeople need good lawyers. Like I would not have the success that I have. If I did not have people around me that were super detailed, right, and were great salespeople, lots of times have really messy cars. Great sales managers and operations people have really clean. Because I used to go when people would be interviewing in the back, I'd go out and peek in the car to see. I'd be like, "All right, that's a salesperson, or that's ops."
0: So you have. So I want. I want to show. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to twist this a little bit because I, I'm. Uh, we've got a. Uh, We got nine minutes left, and I want to make sure everybody gets everything out of you as they can. But I want Freightwaves to show a picture that I got from somebody. Um, Your heart may drop when you hear. I listen. You and your. (laughs) That's a picture. The last show I
1: did with you, you always do your homework, Cassandra. uh, I always
0: got to, because I also want to surprise you because you always have great stories. So, this picture that they, they show. Um, and for those of you listening in on podcast, we've got Kevin in this picture, which is now when he calls or texts me, it's now there. And he's got a wig on. Richard and- <laughs> What are you doing? What is going on here? I love this picture, by the way. It warms my heart. All right. Telling so
1: me listen, everyone knows I love a costume, right? I love a costume. And one of our best brokers, he had this guy who always had these incredible costumes. Well, what happened was one of this... Accounts in Atlanta we were trying to win was having a health week. They're a large corporation and everything else. I said, well, tell them that I'm coming as Richard Simmons, and I'm going to do a little five, six, seven, eight, sweating to the oldies. (laughs) Kyle Richards, who runs Marquee Insurance. Kyle's the man. Sweet Kyle, as many call him. So Kyle uh, dressed as Jane Fonda. And Chris Ebel, who's 6'5", 300, he came in a leotard. And uh, we we won the account, so to say, um, and we entertained them for a uh, week later. But that's what it takes, right? You know, especially in transportation and logistics, you got to catch people's attention. You got to get them to want to do business with you because they know you want to do business with them. You know, people want to feel important.
0: But these positive stories are also energy that people need. They like, they like this stuff. What else have you done sales wise? Like do you, what are the sales initiatives? Tell us everything. Oh, uh,
1: so 2019 load count is, you know, the freight market got a little soft there in 19. So load count, right. People are kind of the dumps. So we did at what I called the air force one challenge. And uh, if you beat your load count from the previous week on that Wednesday, you got a pair of Air Force Ones and you got to pick the colors, everything. Oh, dude, I wore last Freight Waves in Chicago, the big event, I wore my red and blacks when um, they say NTG on the back. But everyone got to pick their colors. Now, there's uh, there's a situation where sales and ops, now the people that had to go through and order all those shoes with Nike, crazy. I mean, it was a pain in the butt, but I ended up buying $100,000 worth of shoes. Everyone beat their goal by 10 a.m. So what that did, what it told me, it told me like, guys, come on, you can get for loads. 10 a.m. fine. I'm buying shoes, but now you guys all got new personal records. You got to beat.
0: Yep, <laughs> you just told me what you could
1: have. So been I done. learned from I but, that was. But worth, they like you know, it, Kevin. You thousand dollars shoes for a bench press max day any day in loads, right? <laughs>
0: But for those of you who are leaders out there, he just gave you the key to igniting your people. They're stale, they're tired, they're low, the load count is low. Whatever's going on, they're burnt out. And he just re-energized them. Everybody wants to know how do you re-energize your sales force. He just gave it to them. Shit, I'm a lawyer. I'd be out there probably doing the sale with them for those shoes.
1: Well, you want to have them, right? Because if you don't have them in two months when everyone else does, it are be like, oh, you didn't need load count. So back to accountability. We post our numbers every day, both sides, carrier sales, customer sales, every day. There's no hiding. So you also, from accountability, you know, coming in in the interview process, though, what's expected of you, direct numbers. And and we have countless numbers of men and women who have gone on to be some of the best salespeople in the industry by doing the right things. It's not hard. It's not hard. Everyone needs these services that we are all offering in this industry. It's just whether or not you're gonna you're gonna do what you say you do, uh, on the after the front end's over. So
0: you you're in, it looks like you're in Florida. I can feel the energy from you right now. Like I want to go out and just like go do something good because I just got it from you, which I can tell what you do.
1: Well, I needed it. I needed it. So the last few weeks have been down, right? I mean everyone's been getting sick. I was sick. My family was sick. And so I said, you know what? I'm going down to Florida. I'm going to get in the sun. I'm going to get some positive energy. Plus, there's a ton of people in the industry down around Florida with some conferences yes. right now. So
0: yes,
1: it'll be good to and see
0: some are good- you fishing? Yes. So what does fishing have to do with sales?
1: Oh, yes. So you've heard, I guess. So when I say fishing and sales, theres I said it earlier, there's an ocean of freight for us to win out there there's an ocean of logistics services there's an ocean of contract freight there's an ocean of parcel ltl truckload, final mile. there's so much business to win out there and you're only one person with a fishing pole right so if you are one person which i respect the heck out of the one man two man five man ten man twenty man shop scale to me is important right because i love people and i want to have as large a fishing fleet as i can but the tools that are available to you now, you can fish pretty well with a smaller fleet. You actually can, right? Because there's good off-the-shelf technology. Freight Waves, DAD, Truck Stop, all these things, you know, all these stuff that's coming out, Project free, all these things that are, that are, that are are, you know, I mean, I could go on and on. You know, Freight Waves does a great job of letting men and women in the industry know about these technologies that people can use. And so your lures... <laughs> And your fishing rod are your tools to go out and win as much business as you can. And as a salesperson, you're a fisherman, and uh, you, you know your 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 tackle and everything else. You got to clean it. Um, what does that mean? So after your day's over, right? Make sure your board's clean. Make sure your notes are in your loads and all that other stuff. And then people will come back and fish with you. Uh, but yeah, I love fishing. Fishing is, is there's nothing better than a fresh caught fish off a boat cooked. It's just.
0: And I know you say that about sales too. Probably there's nothing better than a big deal. Oh just man, coming the, the door. strut
1: that I had at C.H. Robinson when I would win an account or, you know, book a really hard load. I'd always go get like a big glass of water. and go, Yeah, book that load. <laughs> I mean, yeah, There's nothing better than. Than win in business.
0: What What's the key? We have just. Uh, we should probably wrap this up because I know people are are drooling for more information from you, but I don't want to give away everything. They gotta. They gotta get the Kevin back, the keynote Kev with the with the jacket. Kev, Wait, why I, are you, you know. wearing a jacket? Because you didn't wear a jacket on my show, and I like you when you are in your colorful pants or other pictures that I've seen you in where you're wearing some I take, other outfit. Well,
1: listen, at board meeting, other things, I take thing, conferences, I, you know, things I take very seriously. I, you know, like a jacket. And there are, there are times in sales where you need to dress the part, interviewing, right? You are interviewing with that customer the first time you meet them, right? Um, and if you don't understand and study their culture before you go meet with them face-to-face or do a Zoom with them, Shame on you, right? If they if they right. So uh, you know, be respectable and
0: yeah. I love it.
1: I got this new cut going though. I My know. daughter told me I look like a thumb.
0: <laughs> I don't, she is so creative. I was just like, oh, Kevin's so clean and fresh, and he's in yeah, Florida. Well, and, you know,
1: new year. I know, and, I can uh, feel
0: the energy. Tell tell us any other advice, Lissy. I just want to double check to make sure that I hit everything. Um, do you have any other secret sauce advice before we let everybody go back to the world? You just reiterate. Just don't us
1: be anymore. a zero sum person. What does right? that mean? So a zero sum person means I need to take from you to win. Right? There's no like zero sum means plus and minus. To equal, I like plus plus, right? Win together, right? And if you have a customer that is driving you nuts and taking up too much of your time or the margin isn't there, they're paying you too slow, it's okay to move on from that. They are getting more from you than you're giving them quite candidly. And uh, so win together, win together. Don't, don't look at the sales... When you go in to meet with a customer, whatever service it is, whatever you're providing, don't go in there trying to figure out what you're going to make. Like, that's the worst thing you can do. That's the worst thing you can do on algebra. I'm a big math guy and whatever else. But go in listening to what the customer wants and needs. If you can fill that void and you can win together, you'll make plenty of money. They're going to keep you around because you're making their life easier and better right? But if you're going in saying, oh, if I move these 10, 15 loads, I'll make X like, that's going to be a short-term relationship. Be long-term greedy.
0: Be long-term greedy. I hope we make clips about that. That is gold for everyone out there. You just made our entire day, Kevin. Thank you very, very much for coming on. And I can't wait to see you on the next. Thanks, Keynote Kev.
1: Woo-hoo. All right, Cassandra. Thank you guys. Hey, enjoy the conference. Every talk, get one thing out of each talk yes. and it's been a successful and hold
0: on for us, Kevin right here. Cause Mel's going to bring you home soon. And for those Freightways people enjoy the rest of your seminar and reach out to Kevin and ask uh, for more pictures. Cause I'm sure there's more.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: <laughs> Take care.